Hello and welcome back to The Modern Bohemian. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening. If you've been a consistent listener or if this is your first episode and you haven't reached out to me yet to say hi, I'd love to hear from you. I always love hearing how these episodes impact you, so let me know what you think or if you have any questions. You can find this podcast online at kristensigmund.com podcast or at the Mod Boho podcast on Instagram. I will be landing the plane on season one of the podcast on April 6th with episode 15, so there are only two more episodes after this, this season, and then I will be taking a break and coming back strong for season two. So if there's anything you'd like to hear in season two, any particular topic or guest that you have in mind, send me a message, I'd love to hear. So it is officially spring here in the northern hemisphere, which is perfect timing for this episode because we are going to be talking about the four distinct phases of the female hormone cycle, which are often thought of in seasons spring, summer, fall, and winter. Now you may not be aware, because I wasn't until about a year ago, that the female hormone cycle even has distinct phases. I always knew about the menstrual phase, obviously that's your period, and I had heard about the ovulation phase, but there are two others, the follicular and the luteal, that are also very important. And learning how to support my body and my mental health during each of these phases has been life-changing for me. Every time I tell people about it, they're always so interested and they want to hear more, so I thought I would just make an episode out of it. When I first moved back to Texas from LA a little over a year ago, my nervous system was so overstimulated, I could not sleep at night, I had so much anxiety, was not grounded, could not get grounded, I was constantly at a 10 when everyone else around me was at a 4, I just didn't know what to do or how to help myself or where to even start. I've made a lot of changes since then, which I've talked about on the podcast some. I've gone completely non-toxic in every product that I use. I eat about 80% organic and clean. I cut out caffeine entirely, which was really hard at first. I exercise regularly, and I use Butter Me Up Organics Magnesium Lotion on my feet at night, which we talked about in episode 10. Game changer, I sleep through the night now. But it's also been learning how to work with my hormone cycle instead of against it unknowingly that has probably been the most overall beneficial. As we know, hormones affect so much not only our periods and our reproductive system, but our mood, our motivation, our energy, and our overall health. And if something is out of balance or unsupported in some way, we are going to have issues. Maybe you're experiencing some issues now or you just want to understand your body more and live a healthier lifestyle. This episode is going to be great for you. I'm going to get into the specifics of what you can eat, how you can exercise, and what strengths you can optimize during each phase of your cycle so that you're actually working smarter, not harder, and resting when you need to. These are all just suggestions, of course, and ultimately you need to do what's right for you specifically, but I can say from experience that when you understand your body more and what it needs, you are so much kinder to yourself, you know how to support yourself, you know how to communicate that, and not only are you going to feel and be so much better, but everyone you live your life with is going to feel those positive ripple effects too. I learned about all of this from a super helpful book called In the Flow, F-L-O, by Elisa Vitti, who is leading this movement, spreading this research. She is a female hormone and functional nutrition expert. 
highly recommend her book. It's pretty big, but it's a staple resource for women with a ton of new research that really blew my mind. I first heard her speak on the Expanded podcast, which is one of my very favorite podcasts. It's episode 80 if you're interested. Alisa has also created an app called MyFlow, F-L-O, which I think is only $1.99, so worth it. It's the best period tracking app that I've tried. It tells you which phase of your cycle you're in, and it gives you suggestions on how to care for yourself in the best way. So in her book, I learned that men have a 24-hour hormone cycle that resets every single day like the sun. They wake up with a lot of energy. They might get that early morning workout in. By the afternoon, their testosterone declines a little bit and they're more in the mood to socialize and connect. And by the evening, they're ready to wind down and rest, which is awesome. I love that about men. They have the capacity to be very steady and consistent from day to day. But if you've ever felt shame as a woman for not being the exact same every single day like a man, It's because you're biologically not designed to be. As women, we experience our rise and fall of certain hormones like estrogen and progesterone over the course of not 24 hours, but 28 days like the moon. So in the follicular phase or the spring phase of our cycle, we are full of new ideas, wanting to try new things, wanting to start fresh. In the ovulation phase or the summer phase, we are at our highest expression of ourselves, our most magnetic and energized. In the luteal phase or fall phase, all of that energy is declining a little bit and we want to get into the details, get organized, check things off of our to-do list. And then in the menstrual phase or the winter phase, when we're on our periods, if you have a period, this is our time to really pull away and do some self-care reevaluate what's going on in our lives and really tap into our feminine intuition for that inner guidance and wisdom. And I'm going to get even more into the details in just a minute, but it's such a beautiful cycle that feels so natural to me now. I feel so much more in tune with myself. I care for myself so much better. And I love how it plays into this cultural movement that's happening right now, this rise of the divine feminine, this letting go of the pressure to force ourselves to be more like men, to be taken seriously by them. And I love men. I want them to keep being men. But I am so thankful that women are gaining more and more permission in society to be women, to be flowy and free and soft and intuitive, and for these qualities to be seen as assets, not inconveniences. We are not in perpetual productivity mode. That's not how our nature works. There is a season for the harvest, but there is also a season for the preparation and a season for rest afterward. So we can let all of that pressure go and simply be who we are uniquely in each phase of our cycle and not apologize for it. So let's get into the details of each phase now. You can find all of the specifics that I'm about to mention on the blog, by the way. I will start with the follicular or the spring phase. This occurs right after your period. It usually lasts between 7 and 10 days. It's when everything feels new and fresh and exciting. You may find yourself being filled with new ideas and creativity, wanting to plan things or set intentions for the month ahead. I usually have more of a desire to try new things, change it up, maybe take some risks. It's kind of like a new dawn with new possibilities. It's the beginning of your new hormone cycle. 
Since your hormone levels are beginning to rise during this phase, it's best to support your body with probiotics and fermented foods like sauerkraut, kombucha, yogurt, pickles, sourdough bread, also fresh vegetables like zucchini, broccoli, and carrots, proteins like chicken and eggs, sprouted beans and seeds, and grains like oats. During the first half of your cycle, so spring and summer, your metabolism is slower, so you don't need as many calories and you'll feel better eating lighter meals. Your immune system, however, is stronger during the first half of your cycle, so you're less likely to get sick and your body might feel stronger and more resilient overall. Exercise-wise, this is a great time for cardio and maybe even changing things up, like dancing. I love to roller skate these days really anything that energizes you and feels fun. Next is your ovulation phase or your summer phase. This usually lasts between three and five days. It's when an egg is released into one of your fallopian tubes, which is really the goal of your whole hormone cycle for that one golden egg to be released and fertilized to create life. I feel like I'm teaching high school health class right now. Behaviorally, this is when you are in your fullest expression, you're your most magnetic, most social, most up for anything. It's a great time to collaborate with people and to have important conversations because your communication skills are naturally flowing. Again, your metabolism isn't quite as high yet in this phase, so keep your meals light, low carb, and really fresh. This is a great time for raw vegetables and fruits, leafy greens, light grains like quinoa and corn. And any antioxidants and fibers are really helpful too. Since you have so much energy to burn, go for a higher impact exercise, maybe some interval training, or at least prioritize cardio. I know I have trouble sleeping and turning my brain off at night if I'm not exercising during this phase because that extra energy has nowhere to go. Next is your luteal phase or your fall phase. This is the longest phase of your cycle that lasts around 10 to 14 days. It's basically a slow ramp down into your period if you want to think about it like that. It's a time for tying up any loose ends, getting into the details and finishing things, getting organized, maybe pulling away a little bit to really focus on what your priorities are. This is the typical time where we might experience moodiness or getting easily annoyed. And sometimes just being aware that you're more susceptible to that during this phase is helpful because you know it's hormonal, it's temporary, and you can communicate that to the people in your life. Set good boundaries, say no, and just have an awareness of what you need. But if you're supporting your body well during this time, those symptoms are going to be significantly less. So try eating foods that are rich in vitamin B, like whole grains, meats, cheeses, beans, and lentils, dark leafy greens. These will help minimize sugar cravings. And your metabolism is higher now, so feel free to eat a little bit heartier. Cooked root vegetables like carrots, cauliflower, and sweet potatoes are all great. And fun fact, your immune system weakens a little bit during the last half of your cycle. So I like to supplement with elderberry during this time. You can find that in pill form, gummies, liquid supplements, and teas at any health food store. I also like to buy from Mary Ruth's online, which I'll link in the show notes on the website. Exercise-wise, you can start with some strength training and then scale back to lighter exercise like walking, Pilates, gentle yoga as you get closer to your period. Finally, the menstrual phase or the winter phase is when we have our periods. If you have a period, this typically lasts around three to seven days, as we know. 
And by the way, you can certainly still live by these four phases, whether or not you bleed. I love what Victoria said in episode five, that we're all reflections of the moon. And so anyone can tap into that energy and that rhythm if they choose to. So this is the time to indulge in all the self-care, all the alone time, the naps, the breaks, and rest that you need as much as you're able to in your life. Just really go easy on yourself and realize that your body is naturally telling you that you need to pull back and recharge. Throw away your to-do list, order your groceries online, no shame, anything that makes life a little bit easier for you. And when you do pull away, you have the space to really tap into your feminine intuition, your inner wisdom and guidance. You can check in and evaluate what all you're involved in, how your plans are going, if certain things still feel aligned or maybe need to change direction. When I've really sat down with my journal during this phase, I've gotten some major clarity that has helped me go in and tweak things in a way that makes them more efficient, more authentic, make more sense. And I like to just throw out all of that nasty messaging that says, ugh, I'm on my period, what a drag, life is horrible. I don't feed into that at all anymore. Periods are a gift. They are a sign of life. They are unique to women of childbearing age, and they can represent a beautiful time of energetic releasing. It's such a tangible picture of letting go, shedding the old, resetting, and preparing for spring to come again, just like the seasons of the earth. In ancient societies, I've heard, this is really cool, women who bled were sought out by the men in the community to release burdens, release guilt, release grief on their behalf. The women would physically go away to have their bleed and they would spiritually release all of the weight that their community was carrying. So it's such a unique gift and just a special time for women if we let it be, if we pay attention and tap in. Since your hormone levels are at their lowest during this phase, it's good to really nourish yourself with hearty meals and nutrient-dense foods like proteins and healthy fats. So red meat, kale, mushrooms, kidney beans, pork, and then low glycemic index fruits like blueberries and blackberries will help keep your blood sugar steady. For exercise, this is a great time to take some off days or just do gentle exercise like yin yoga and walking. Nothing crazy, don't push yourself. And don't feel guilty for taking that time off. So that is an overview of the four hormone cycle phases. Obviously, there's so much more complex and scientific than I was able to provide for you today, which the book In the Flow will definitely fill in those gaps. As far as the foods go, I like to keep a list on my phone of which foods are best for which phase. You can feel free to screenshot that info from my blog. I look at that as I'm making my grocery list and I just see which foods sound yummy. It's pretty cool because I've noticed that I naturally crave the things on those lists. If you've ever heard of Kate Northrup, she's created a whole work-life flow concept around the four phases. Her book is called Do Less and she has some great resources on her website as well. She talks a lot about batching, so scheduling, brainstorming and planning sessions in your spring phase social and collaborative activities in your summer phase, finishing things and getting organized in your fall phase, and then carving out space for rest in your winter phase. That is what inspired me to switch to a three-week-on, one-week-off rhythm with this podcast to make sure that I consciously schedule rest. If you're more interested in the nutrition aspect of supporting your cycle, 
I would recommend looking for a functional nutritionist in your area. They will be able to really tailor this information to your body and your unique needs. And you can find everything that I mentioned today at kristensigmund.com slash podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. Maybe something clicked for you and inspired you. I'm excited to hear how you start to implement this into your life and what positive changes you experience. It's been such a cool journey for me. So stay tuned for another episode next week, and I will talk to you again then. 